0: Please be seated. For those who want to save their life lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake and the sake of the gospel will save it. Have you ever heard the sound of a heartbreaking. Maybe it was your own. Maybe it was when a dear friend told you that her needs were too great and she had to go, she could no longer live on her own. Maybe it was when the young adult you knew and loved finally graduated from college and couldn't find a job that both paid enough to live on and pay their student loans. Maybe it's when you hear about the brisk requests for help at the Trinity walk-in ministry or local food pantries, even as our economy seems to boom. Maybe you heard... heartbreak when your loved one was told cancer or when your child was born and you knew that life would never be the same. Maybe it was when you heard of friends caught in the path of a hurricane or the environmental threats that our children will face. Maybe you hear a heart breaking right now. I think we can hear the sound of a heart breaking right here in this gospel lesson. Jesus and his disciples are walking near Caesarea Philippi, a number of miles from the Sea of Galilee. And Jesus stops and turns to them and says, who do people say that I am? What are they saying about me? And they answer, some say that you're Elijah. Some say that you're John the Baptist. Some say that you are one of the prophets. And he asks a more personal question. And who do you say that I am? And Peter, who's always the student in the front row, the one who raises his hand, says... You are the Messiah. Now, Peter, he was a man of his times. He was technically correct. But he thought thought the Messiah would be a strong one, a king in the line of the mighty King David, the one who would come and throw Rome out of his land, who would make the Hebrew people great again, Peter's Messiah was going to be the protector, the one who would keep everyone safe, who would solve all their problems, the one who would keep hearts from being broken. And Jesus had another idea. The Messiah is something else. The Son of Man must suffer, he said. Many things be rejected, And die. And at that moment, you can hear it. You can hear Peter's heart break. So Peter gets upset and he argues with Jesus. He wants a strong God, a God who will avenge all hurts, who will overturn disappointments, who will make all things well, a strong God who protects us from all pain and from all suffering, any hardship. Peter wants a God who will make all of his problems, all of them, go away. And Jesus rebukes Peter for putting his mind on earthly things and not things heavenly. Peter wants a God who makes his life easier. But that's not the God he gets. In Mark's gospel again and again and again, Jesus makes it clear that he doesn't care about comfort or safety. As much as we may want to somehow safe deposit box, protect our own lives, keep our own, ourselves safe from trial or hardship or suffering, the life, the true life, the abundant life, God offers us, you and me, comes through like Peter, letting our own hearts be broken. Letting our hearts be broken by the suffering of others. Letting our hearts be broken with stories of isolation and loneliness around us. Letting our hearts be broken with the ways that we are squandering the gift of our environment, letting our hearts be broken by those who are ill, letting our hearts be broken by those who are excluded from communities for just being who they are, letting our hearts be broken by stories of abuse and misconduct, letting our hearts be broken. There's a Hasidic Jewish story. It's a dialogue between a rabbi and a student. It goes like this. The student asks the rabbi, why is it written throughout the Torah that God's words are written on your heart? Why is it written that God's words are written on your heart, not in your heart? The rabbi responds, so that when your heart breaks, those words can fall inside. Quaker philosopher Elton Trueblood wrote, in many areas of life, the gospel, instead of taking away people's burdens, actually adds to them. We'd sometimes talk of Christianity as something that solves problems. In a sense, it does, but long before it does, however, it increases both the number and intensity of those problems. You know, the Christian life, the Christian life we proclaim, that we strive for, we hope to grow into, it's about giving more than receiving. It's about understanding more than being understood. It's about forgiving more than being forgiving. more than being forgiven. It's about loving more than worrying about being loved. In fact, it's about giving everything away. Everything we are, everything we have, giving it all away. In fact, according to Jesus, it's about living dangerously, about not counting the costs, It's about living in a less possessive way, a way that treats our own lives more as a precious gift to be shared than as some kind of commodity to be stored up. C.S. Lewis, in his book, Mere Christianity, his his great work about the Christian faith, in the last paragraph, sums it up this way. He says, give up yourself and you will find your real self. Lose your life, and you will save it. Submit to death. Death of your ambitions and favorite wishes every day. Death of your whole body in the end. Submit with every fiber of your being, and you will find eternal life. Keep back nothing. Nothing that you have not given away will really be yours. Nothing in you that has not died will ever be raised from the dead. Look for yourself, and you will find in the long run only hatred, loneliness, despair, rage, ruin, and decay. But look for Christ, and you will find him, and with him everything else thrown in. You know, I've come to believe that the church at its best is a community that supports each other as we give away our lives. As we give away the entirety of our lives. Giving our lives away for all those broken hearts. All those broken hearts in our homes, in our families, in the community, in the world. A community where we support one another as we lose our lives. So save your life today. Save your life. Lose it. When you lose it there, you'll find everything and Christ himself before you. Amen.